Hey everybody, this is Jen from Common Girl Creations. I think this is take number 42. I'm just kidding. Um, might be take number like seven. Um, the last one I was almost done and then I started stumbling on my words and then I got really thirsty and then I thought, gosh, I'm hungry. And then my tummy started rumbling and I think it picked it up all through the audio. So we're starting over. What can I say? We're just human here, right? We're just common people trying to live our lives. Uh, doing the best that we can. But thank you for following me. Thank you for um, taking the time to listen and to uh, your openness to learn a little bit more about the 12 laws of the universe. I think we might be on number nine. I could be wrong. Um, but today we're going to talk about a rather controversial topic. So I've kind of pushed it to the kind of the back end of it. Um, and we're going to be talking about the law of gender. Um, this is also known as the law of creation, creation law, um, but it is the law that governs creation. So if you have a moment, don't forget to subscribe, hit the bell icon, share the content, and if it meant something to you, share it with a friend. And if you have any questions, comments, go ahead and leave those below. Um, if you want to reach me directly, you can at commongirlcreations at gmail.com, and I look forward to hearing from you. Um, the channel just started two months ago. I think I have almost 100 downloads on my podcast, so I'm super excited about that. That's taken a little time to kind of learn the back end of that process, and I'm still learning and growing. Um, so any of you that are experts, truly experts, uh, can kind of see the newbie here in me. So thanks again, and uh, let's just jump right in to the law of gender. Now, most of the law of gender that I have learned, I have learned through listening to um, Bob Proctor through the um, Science of Getting Rich um, program. I have not gone through the full program, but with the internet, um, ebooks, YouTube videos, um, I have been studying this for quite some time, trying to wrap my own mind around these laws. And um, there's one thing that I know is true, even if I don't understand every single detail, is that these laws are working whether I understand them or not. These laws are working whether I believe them or not. Much like the law of gravity. I don't under really understand how gravity works. I know we've learned it in, in science class, but at the end of the day, it just is. It's what's keeping us on this big blue marble. So just like the law of uh, gravity and laws, other laws of physics, these laws are in place. We are a vibrational um, world. We're vibrational humans. We do attract what we think and feel. Um, there is law of polarity. There's law of compensation. And we do control everything that's going on in our 3D. We just do. And for some people, that's very hard to accept, very hard to understand because there's some things in our life that are going that are just awful. And, and you think I'm saying you caused it. It's not about causing. Well, it is a cause and effect. Let me just take that back. But it really does start with your mind and how you feel. And we are responsible. And this is, should be a good, positive, empowering statement. We absolutely, 1,000%, Control what we experience in the 3D, what happens in our day-to-day -day life. Our outward experiences are simply a, a mirror from the inside out. So whether that's things that have been in our DNA, 
through our generations um, that we're not even aware of. Um, it really doesn't matter. We live the life we think the most about. We live the life that we feel. And if we're living in a constant state of fear, anxiety, depression, negativity, that's what's going to manifest in your life. So in doing all of this, the biggest thing that has impacted me is understanding that God is not an old man with a gray beard sitting on a cloud that we're in search of. He's just not. He's not man. Um, and some of you are going to freak out because Jesus is God in the flesh. And I do believe in Jesus and I do believe he is the son of God. I also believe I'm a daughter of God. You're a daughter of God. You are a son of God. But that God that creative, magnificent power lives within us. It's inside of us. It's not somewhere lost. We don't need to go on a scavenger hunt. Ooh, let's do our penance here on earth. Let's, you know, suffer and, you know, um, suffer and go through all these trials and tribulations. It's the only way to true happiness and blessing. It's just not true. Those are stories and twists of stories that people told us frankly, just to keep control of us. Can you imagine if every person on the planet, every adult person knew and acted accordingly that we are absolutely in control? We don't need these other entities and organizations to control us. You can actually live the life you want, make as much money as you want or as little as you want, live where you want. You have the power to create all of it. And if you don't believe that, um, look at your children. For those of us who have raised very high energy, seemingly bucking the system children, those kids actually have it right. We came into this world on purpose. We made a choice. And we came in kicking and screaming, saying we're going to make an impact. And these kids, now I'm not talking about harmful behavior. I'm not talking about disrespect. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the jumping bean children. I'm talking about the ones that are just have this crazy imagination, this high level of energy that just can't sit in a class, you know, for eight hours a day and, you know, do reading, writing, arithmetic and, and, you know, they can't have any creative time and there's no recess anymore. And there's no PE. I'm not, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the children we're trying to control that really we don't need to control them. We need to guide them, but we can't guide them unless we have the information ourselves. And so I just encourage you as we go through this, that you keep an open mind and understand you don't have to suffer to gain a better life. You don't have to sacrifice to live better. You don't have to sacrifice your health, your wealth, your well-being, your mental capacity. You don't have to take things out on your children. You don't have to live this nine to five cubicle job that's just pushing papers and has and you find no joy in. Now, if you are somebody who finds joy in that, God bless you. Then you have found your calling. You're doing what you're supposed to do. That's fantastic. 
I'm talking about the rest of us <laughs> that just don't seem to conform very well. And we've been told our whole lives is because we were weird or we are crazy or we were this. It's not true. There is just something in our gut, in our, in our root shocker actually, that has been pulling and tugging and we know it to be true. We just need to find out what it is. So that's why I started the channel. And that's what I want to go through to the best of my ability from my understanding of these laws. You may be much further down the road. And if you are in this learning, please share, um, you know, add to the conversation. Um, correct me if there's a, a different, you know, if I'm wrong or just share your point of view. What I have found is most people, we live by the state of fault and blame, right and wrong. When in reality, most of us are just not wrong, but we're not right either. We're just trying to find our way. And what's right for you may not be right for me. So we need to kind of start removing that fault and judgment and blame so we can open up a better dialogue and really dive into who are we? Why are we here? Why are most of us, you know, we're just trying to make it 85. What's the point? So I think through these laws, it gives us a better understanding and a better um, empowerment. It's an empowerment to know that the creation, the God that created the acorn and the bird, the God that created everything on this earth, including us, lives inside of us. It is our, he is our co-creator. Now we say his because that's how we've been programmed. I don't know if it's a female energy and that's why we're going to dive into this law of gender, this law that governs creation. There are two genders, masculine, feminine energy, two energies, masculine, feminine, male, female. Without that, we would not exist. The animal kingdom would not exist. This is also um, obvious in the vegetable kingdom. It's in the majority, if not all kingdoms. It is required. You have to have male, female in order to create something new. Now, Bob Proctor um, is what has been a really good, um, for me, a very good influence teacher. Um, I've never met him. He recently died, I believe, earlier this year. Uh, but I discovered his stuff through ebooks and through YouTube videos. And he really goes into, um, he's, I think it was 60 years of his life. His story is fantastic. Um, and all the greats that he talked to and he was mentored by like Neville Goddard and, and, um, and so many others. And most of the teachers out here and the life coaches and the manifesting coaches, you'll hear often, um, repeat these names, um, because they really are the, inspiration um, and the teachers of the things that we have learned. So I'm going to read um, a part that he wrote um, from his Science of Getting Rich program, specifically talking about the universal law of gender. The law of gender manifests, manifests in all things as masculine and feminine. It is the law that governs what we know as creation. The word creation is often erroneously used, for in reality, nothing is actually ever created. 
all new things merely result from the changing of something that was into something else that now is. I'm going to read that again. I think it's so powerful to understand this. It's not that we've create we've been created out of thin air. All new things merely result from the changing of something that was into something else that now is. I'm going to pause there before I continue reading this. Um, and it reminds me of a, a story that um, I can't remember. I'm sure Bob Proctor shared it um, among some of the others and, and probably some other mentors and coaches. So you may have heard it. But, you know, everything ever created on this planet has been on the planet. For instance, back in caveman days, we had all the natural resources to make fire, make batteries, make sheet metal, make aluminum, make windows, um, and so on, make hair dye, make cloth, make just name it. All the everything we've ever needed has always been here on Earth. We did not when we discovered electricity. It wasn't that all of a sudden something was sent to us from some alien being and said, "Here's some electricity for your planet. Now go. This is how you use it." We had all the tools, all the resources, but what we lacked was the awareness that it was possible. When, before the iPhone ever came out, all of the components needed to make an iPhone were already here on earth. It doesn't matter what it is. When we go to, when we look back at medieval and primitive days, we had all the resources then to make the tools that we use now. But what we didn't have was the awareness that it was even possible. So how do things, how are things created? Where does it start? It always starts with someone's imagination. It first has to be imagined before it can be created. And that is the key to all creation. And manifestation, by the way, is simply creation. So you already carry within you the power of the co-creator. The co-creator is the one who inspires the thoughts, right? And those thoughts inspire feelings. Those feelings inspire actions. Those actions inspire behaviors. And then you get your hands moving and then You've, cre you've created something. You've created the wheel. You've created a rocket. You've created uh, the Tesla. You've created, how do you think these geniuses work? They were weird. People thought they were weird children. They were all weird. Oh my God, he's so weird. He's by himself. He likes to sit there and code on a computer. Who likes to do that? That's an imagination. Every creation starts with imagination. Okay. And for that to happen, it is a combination of your masculine and feminine energy. So let me continue. The law of gender manifests in the animal kingdom as sex. 
It also manifests in the mineral and vegetable kingdoms. Without the dual principle of male and female in all things, there could not be a difference of potential, perpetuation of motion, nor a regeneration. This is, in truth, the creative law. This law decrees that everything in nature is both male and female. Both are required for life to exist. You cannot get rid of one and continue to create. It's not possible. This law also decrees that all seed, when we talk about seed here, we're talking about spiritual seeds. All seeds have a gestation or an incubation period before they manifest. This is a reference to um, pregnancy. Um, It's a reference to um, a seedling. It's a reference to a caterpillar, to a butterfly. Any type of magnificent transformation from one thing to another. Again, all the elements exist. They're just coming together differently to create, excuse me, to create something new. So in other words, when you choose a goal or build the image in your mind, a definite period of time must elapse before that image manifests in physical results. Be patient. All ideas move into form in the right time. Just like pregnancy, just like caterpillars to a butterfly, just like photosynthesis, everything here on earth, when it's transforming from one thing or one or many things into another completely thing, another thing, it takes time to do that. So there's many of you that have looked at on the surface law of attraction, law of vibration. We've talked about this. And you're saying all your affirmations, you're doing your incantations, you're probably trying even some alchemy. If you don't know what that is, we're going to do a video later on it. Um, but you're doing all these things, you're waking up the next day, like, where's my million dollars? Where's my big house? Where's this? And it doesn't work like that. I'm not saying, now let me back up. I'm not saying miracles don't happen or can't happen because they do. But it usually comes from the person when you're having miracles in your life, it's usually coming from a person who has imagined, pretended, and experienced in their mind that that miracle is happening. There's an assumption, the law of assumption. I assume the miracle is going to happen. I am expecting a windfall. I am expecting and acknowledging that this is my desire. Why? Because I've imagined it. And if you have imagined it, if it's in your imagination, it absolutely, absolutely can come true in your 3D. You just have to persist. So the masculine and feminine energy actually lives in each one of us. We have this dual energy. Some of us are stronger towards the feminine, some towards the masculine. And that is kind of um, identifying which one you are or which one is more dominant is a little bit um, longer of an explanation. And we'll dive into that in a future um, video. But let's just kind of recap here. You cannot create without these dual energies. You just, you can't do it. There's, there is no creation without it. 
These are different and opposing directions within our own body. Without the dual principle of male and female, there could be no difference in potential perpetuation or motion or regeneration. It's why we have different goals and expectations for female athletes and male athletes. It's why we have different physical goals for the military. It is how we were created. And we can dive more on a Q&A subject of this, of this uh, topic um, in the very near future. So comment below if you'd like to be part of that, because I know it stirs up and triggers some people um, as I'm saying it. But it is law. It's, again, it's no different than the law of gravity, or the law of physics, um, the law of vibration assumption. It is the law of gender. Without one, you cannot have the other. And nothing will be created without the two merging together. So I'm going to end it now um, before I get on a huge tangent. And I want to make sure I have my thoughts and my words um, together um, before we approach kind of the, the next, uh, we dive deeper into this law. But again, I want to thank you for following and for listening. And uh, remember, if you're on YouTube, to go ahead and subscribe. Or if you're on one of the podcast platforms, um, go ahead and subscribe. Uh, download, share, like, all the above. Of course, I'm new at this, so you know what to do to get the algorithms to kind of get my my uh, my information out there. And um, again, commongirlcreations at gmail.com if you want to have any um, individual conversations. I'm not charging for any coaching or anything, at least not at this time, and I don't plan on. Um, I think that's kind of a, mm, I'm not really sure how I feel about that yet. Uh, I'm not saying I'm not going to do it. Just not going to do it yet. So open to discussion. So just um, thank you again for for following. And I hope throughout this series that you're you're becoming at least a little more aware and knowing and understanding and appreciating the control you actually have of your everyday life. Thanks so much, common people.